Welcome to episode three of the A Show here on CKCC Radio. My name is Matt. My name is Chris. And we are here to concede defeat to George Gatton. Second week in a row. Uh, we need to get better at this. <laughs> Chris, I've gotten as many votes as we've had episodes. <laughs> well, I blame uh, Pete blames that the marquee had the Mean Street Posse against X Factor. I don't think that's correct. I think that – didn't we both say at the same time this would be a main event in any arena in America? It, it would. I mean, they'd be very small arenas, but they'd be arenas nonetheless. Oh, no. It would It would definitely main event, you know, like Ford Field. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, George beat us, him and the Keebler Elf. <laughs> there was something that I thought of. Oh, uh, I, I did – I did think of it last week. I'm like, we should like have like a pick clock, like a 30 second pick clock for some of them. Because last week we were we were living and dying by the fact that there was no uh, time limit. Um, I don't think we'll institute that this week because that would not be fair to first and foremost ourselves because we sure. didn't prep for it, and also for our guest um, coming to us from the Wednesday Night War podcast on the Soon to Be Named Network. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the Juge to the show. Woo! Uh, listen, I, I'm well prepared for this, so I could easily do with a shot clock. Uh, I, I won't because you guys aren't prepared, uh, but I am I am more than prepared uh, to do this uh, in a timely manner. I have multiple printouts. I have a command center set up. There is three-plus <laughs> monitors. I have some action figures for inspiration, including an Ahmed Johnson Bendham, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, if only Ahmed Johnson was active in 1992. Uh, I bet you could find him somewhere on the PWI 500 if he was if he was already starting to train. <laughs> I, I was again looking at the PWI 500 today for wild card ideas. That's the best. It's definitely a, a wealth of knowledge. 500 pieces of knowledge to be exact. Um, so, Dude is joining us again from the soon to be named network and also PW Ponderings. Dude, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, uh, I'm a guy, I talk wrestling, uh, our show covers AEW versus NXT, which was supposed to be a much more exciting war, uh, than it ended <laughs> up being, <laughs> um, but we still talk about it anyway, and, uh, my co-host Brett and I, uh, talk about wrestling pretty much nonstop anyway, so basically we just have a microphone on for when we're having our normal conversations, uh, other than that, uh, you know, I've known, I've known Matt for a very long time. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. I'm just excited to be here to talk wrestling. And, uh, later on, I will plug the hell out of my show. And it's a very good show. Uh, oh, thank you. Podcast. You don't, you don't have to butter me no, up just because I'm on here it's now. It's super, super fun, man. Um, I am definitely a weekly listener of the show and I will watch AEW typically live on Wednesday nights and make sure to watch NXT in the background while I'm working on Thursday <laughs> so <laughs> that I, so that I kind of know what they're talking about. Not that I really need to, because it's pretty much the same Damian Priest match every week anyway, oh, which is DJ's favorite show. Listen, it's a, it's a rundown, uh, uh, show and we cover everything. Um, and AEW, it's a bit of a lopsided war. Uh, but, uh, NXT does throw out a lot of the same stuff. A uh, NXT has a lot of, uh, redacted, uh, gentlemen on the show that we don't talk about anymore. Uh, so AEW, uh, sort of, sort of takes the cake at most weeks, not all the time. I think actually our numbers right now overall from the two seasons that AEW's been in existence, we've been split down the middle. 
uh, or very close to split, split down the middle. So, but week to week, AEW might be the better show. Don't tell anybody I said that though. Uh, don't worry, we, we will not um, post that as the no. as the uh, notes, the, the show notes at CKCC <laughs> Radio or anything. Dude, big AEW fan, big pants shitter. Yes, thank you. It's true. That, but, I mean, in fact, they're they're full right now. Uh, just in preparation of of tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow he gets to um. Lighten the load of shit in his pants. <laughs> from, yeah, well, or add to it. It depends. Yes. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later on. Uh, tonight we're going to talk 1992 WCW, but this is the first show that we've recorded as this group on the A show. I did have uh, Brad's Mayo and Eric Pinhat this past week on By the Numbers. The first half aired last Monday. The second half will air next Monday. Uh, but we have not recorded together since the passing of Brody Lee. So I did definitely want to touch on that quickly. Um, I know Dude and Brett did a great, a very great memorial to to Brody on their show. Thank you. Um, I, you're welcome. I have not listened to Ad Odds yet uh, from last week. But that'll be, while I'm working tomorrow, I'll, I'll, be, I'll give that a listen. Um, <clears throat> it was a very very devastating and uh, almost not real, like not, not even, it's like unfathomable. It's really hard hearing all these people talk about it. Like it's been God, like 10 days now and there's still like memorials and there's still videos coming out and it seems like it gets harder and harder. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it's an interesting, you know, there's a lot of different perspectives on this. Um, from, from my perspective, from, uh, from the Wednesday Night War show's perspective, so, you know, we've, we've been a fan of Brody. We've seen him wrestle all over, uh, from very early on. Uh, he was a must watch guy for us. Uh, so we come at it from that angle, but I have close friends, you know, uh, Matt, I, I, I'm sure you've crossed paths with him at some point. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have that in your notebook if you did. Um, but so there's that perspective of the people who knew him and just us as fans and seeing the people that we know who knew him so devastated it. It changes that impact. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's weird wrestling to see someone so well celebrated, uh, you know, in a in a Monday night that just passed where they're parading Hulk Hogan back out on screen. And he's wondering why the young wrestlers don't pay him the respect he quote Ugh. unquote deserves. Uh, and then to see last the you know the the show with with the Brody Lee tribute show and and you know a guy who is utmost deserving of respect um, from everyone and seems to have it is uh it's it's a nice refreshing thing in wrestling to come from such devastation. And, and you are correct that um, in fact Brody's first two Chikara matches with Jerry when he was Equinox I was the ref yes. for. There you go. Really, uh, I didn't know so, that. So back in 2007, I went back on IWTV. And watch those um, after he had passed. It was crazy to see the Brody of 2007 and then the Brody of 2020 and just how much he had grown and changed. And right. I, I remember him being that guy um, and being super easy to work with, super personable. Um, there is a story of another show that I worked with him <laughs> where um, at the first Excite Wrestling show, he saw a promoter oh. of said show in the locker room and said, "Hey, there's that guy that owes me seventy five dollars." Oh my god! I was gonna, I was just about to say that. I was like, "Hey, you remember when he, insert name, uh, busted Ted's chops about the seventy five dollars?" 
Yes. But he was the kind of guy that, same promoter for Excite Wrestling, Johnny Moose, you would see on Facebook, Brody. Oh, like, bust his chops. Yeah, like, just as normal John Huber, just another guy, uh, giving Moose so much shit for his political beliefs over and over and over again, just like bantering like he was just another guy, but he was also this larger-than-life personality that we saw on TV every week. So, Matt, yeah. did you ref that last Brody match with Fit Finley and uh, Gacy, or is that Ash? I did not work for Excite yet. So that oh, was you did? Pro- no. Um, I had worked for 3DW, but it took a little yeah. while before I got up to Excite. Um, oh, so how, did, so who told you about the that that story? Was that did I tell you that or did somebody else tell you that? Oh no, that was definitely you. So I didn't okay. even show you talking. But <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute, somebody else told that story. <laughs> oh man, that was the only time I ever crossed paths with Brody. Was that um, it was his last right before he went down to uh, I think he had I think he had one two CW match afterwards, but he he went. It was definitely his last match at Binghamton, which I mean he had done so many dates for two CW with. And uh, so he's down there, and yeah, he took on Gacy and Fit Finley, and uh, it was crazy. And then everybody surrounded the ring because everybody knew him really well, and like made him feel like a conquering hero. And I was like, "Whoa, I am, I am fucking here for this," you know. And my interaction with Brody was watching him with the with the the with a dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, watching him in that one stable in Ring of Honor when he was with uh, Tyler Black and uh, Jim Jacobs, and he was just a fucking murderer. And I was like, holy fuck, man, this guy's great. What's uh, crazy to think of is think back to that show that Brody was busting the promoter's shops on. He was in a six-man tag on that show. Do you know who he teamed with? Uh, who, Brody? Oh, oh, no, the, the one. Oh, yeah, I heard it on your show the other day. That's right. It was the one and only Mike Vaughn. Yeah. Which is super crazy to think of that Mike, who we've all known forever and ever and ever, teamed with Brody Lee and another wrestler as well in the six man tag, and then building up to should there have ever been another show feuding with Brad. Like, oh man, it, it's wild. But speaking of stealing Thunder, that seems like a pretty good segue into WCW 1992 because they had a <laughs> show called Thunder. Not not in 1992. No, um, but, you know, I'm grasping at straws here. It's okay. They had the Power Hour. <laughs> I just watch Power Hour all the time. Yeah. Power Hour, Saturday mornings, that would kick off the Saturday mornings of wrestling and then more wrestling than American Gladiators. That's right. So, for those of you who are listening for the first time, the rules are pretty simple. We are going to take turns drafting wrestlers from the 1992 WCW roster, which can be found on our Twitter at the A Show on CKCC, I uh, just created yesterday. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, every, thanks everybody for that's uh, that's already given us some fun feedback. So that that's super kick ass. You can also find us on Instagram under the same name, the A Show at uh, the A Show on CKCC. Correct. Um, so we all take turns, and uh, by proxy of being the guest, uh, the courtesy is extended to Dooge for the first draft pick. Uh, yes. Last time I drafted before Chris, so this time it's Chris's turn to draft before me. So it'll go DJ, Chris, and then me. Uh, you could draft a single tag team. You could draft people with their manager from the roster. If you draft people together, you have to use them together. Also, you can draft somebody with the title belt that they have that they held during the calendar year of 1992. 
So, with that out of the way, we will kick off the draft, and dude, you're up. All right. I uh, will preface this by saying uh, that that was my dog, Bugsy, and uh, she's proud to be a part of the show. Uh, I don't know, Bugs. With my first pick uh, in the 1992 WCW draft, uh, I am picking Big Van Vader ah! with Harley Race as his manager and the heavyweight title. Fuck. Well, that was definitely a pick I was going <laughs> to Damn it. <coughs> oh, Jesus. There was literally no other choice for me at number one. Uh, this was this is the guy. So Vader was the fucking guy. I'm not going to disagree. That's why I had him. Okay. Uh, let me very quickly. Okay, I could do that. Alrighty. For my first pick in the draft, I am picking Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay, that's a good pick. Take Ricky Steamboat off the list. And now, with my first pick in the draft, but without the WCW title, because fuck you, dude, (laughs) I will take the All-American Ron Simmons. Good good pick. Good Good pick. All right. Well, uh... Back to me? Yep. Is that how this works? All right. That's well, correct. With the number two pick, uh, I'm going with uh, the Great Muda. Uh, Matt said that would be your first pick. <laughs> uh, I was hoping that he would make it to the next round, uh, winner of uh, Battle Bowl in 92. Uh, you know, one of, if not the best, to I ever do it. Watch that. Yeah. So. Okay. It's my guy. For my second pick, I am picking the trio of Michael P.S. Hayes, Jimmy Jam Garvin, and Terry Gordy, the fabulous Freebirds. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Gordy wasn't even with the Freebirds that year. No, he wasn't. That's right, motherfucker. It's a reunion. <laughs> that takes I take the huge chunk out of my card. Huge. <laughs> Wow! That's what you get for Vader, motherfucker! Huge! That was Uh, wonderful. Wow! Take Michael Hayes off the list, and where's Jimmy Garvin hiding? That's rhetorical. Uh, (laughs) I was um, looking, I was like, I see Gordy. I was like, PSA's gotta be here, PSA's gotta be here. I was like, okay, great. And then I couldn't find Jimmy Garvin. I was like, fuck, where the hell's Jimmy Garvin? He was on the, the end list. And I was like, oh, thank God. And I wasn't going to pick these guys for a while. Uh, but we pre-game, dude, before he came on, and I was like, yeah. who do you think going to pick first? And he goes, either Muda or Doc and Gordy. And I was like, well, I got something I got to do. <laughs> uh, Doc and Gordy were 100% my next pick. Oh! <laughs> well, Vader was my first pick, so... <laughs> So now, <laughs> with my second pick, I am going to take, with the WCW Tag Team titles, the team of Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham. Oh, good pick. Uh, Dustin also on my list. Wow. All right. All right. Back to me. Third pick? Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going... 
Uh, unorthodox pick here. I'm going Scotty Flamingo. Oh, shit. With the light heavyweight title. Good oh. call. Good call. Fancy that you've been talking to Sposo about how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said this whole segment is, that I have planned with Scotty is going to be the, uh, the the Sposto vote segment of the of my uh of the poll here, but you'll see. Hopefully. Chris. If everything else pans out. There's a couple other pieces that need to fall in place. Pick Shane Douglas next, Chris. No. <laughs> I have to do this because I never get a chance to pick uh champions. And I did my research. So with my third pick, I'm picking to have a match for the vacated United States champion, the former United States champion, Rick Rude. Okay. <laughs> I just need to find one thing real quick. Just one moment. I need to review my history from 1992. Awesome. So with my third pick... I am taking Stunning Steve Austin with Polly Dangerously. Oh, good pick. Good pick. By the way, we discussed it uh, uh, since our – so oh. this is the oh. era of – what? Did I say TV champion? Because I meant to. Well, he didn't pick yet, so I, I guess it's still in the bubble. Okay. Uh, since this is the um, – the era, I don't think we need to pick any kind of um, figureheads because this is the Bill Watts era, so we can use Bill Watts as, a, as the Joker card. Okay, good. <clears throat> I was, I was, I'm glad that's a thing because Bill Watts' insane rules are going to come into play. <laughs> <laughs> Brings it back to Duge. Uh, all right, where do I go? Uh, you guys blew up my list a little bit. This is wonderful. Um, all right. Oh, man. Hmm. This is a tough Round one now. Four. Round four, yes. now, folks. Yeah. Round four. Now we need the I shot guess. clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... Hmm. Trying to look over the list real quick. Oh, man. Uh, I guess I'm going to go to Cold Scorpio with Theodore Long. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go this route. I didn't want to pick it this early, but I, but I did. Um, so you guys can assume what you can. For my fourth round pick, as a trio, the team of the Southern Boys and Tommy Rich. So that's Scott Armstrong. Or Scott, Scott or Steve? Steve Armstrong? Steve. Steve Armstrong, um, Tracy Smothers, and Tommy Rich. Okay. The Young right. Pistols were definitely on my list, so that's another removal there. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, excuse me. 
With my fourth pick, I'm taking Sting. I'm surprised Sting lasted this long. Yeah, right? That's why I'm getting him now. All right. Uh, with my next pick, I'm going to go the Steiner Brothers. All right. There you go. Uh, that makes me actually feel much better. Because uh, I was like, should I go? Which pick should I go first or second? Um, okay, so that was the fourth round. That's the fifth round. Mm-hmm. My next pick is Abdullah the Butcher. Shit. Ooh. Okay. My next pick was literally Cactus and Abdullah as a tag team. Yeah! <laughs> I too had a potential plan for Cactus and Abdullah, but I'm okay with not, them not being there. Ugh, this is getting rough now. No, there's still a lot of talent out oh, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's, there's oh, a lot going out there, man. Um, so with my next pick, I'm going to take the former WCW Tag Team Champions and also part of the Dangerous Alliance, Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson. Oh, yeah. man. I didn't think of them as a tag. Bobby well, and Arn. Yeah, well, because Arn was teaming with Zabisco in 92, the Enforcers a lot, too, so. Oh, man. That was uh, Zabisco's retirement match was against Arn, right? I don't know. It, it could have been. It's probably it, still happening. He's probably still on, outside the ring milking the tag mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Arn. There we go. So we go to Dooge for round six. So the next round is the wild card. Wild Seven card, is right? the wild card. So okay. right now you you still have this roster. Okay. So uh, because the next round is the wild card, uh, I am... Gonna take the barbarian. Good. <laughs> I see where he's. I already see where he's going. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's a, it's a pretty good thing. But I think I see where he's going. For my next pick, I'm picking Nikita Koloff. Right, and I'm taking Jushin Liger. Ooh. Good pick. Quality pick right there. We have now reached the wild card round. We should play music like da-da-da or something. How'd that uh, go? Da-da-da-da. All right, thanks. Okay, so wild card round. Uh, probably a shock to no one based on my last pick. Uh, the man in 92 left the WWF. Went over to Japan, wrestled for Tenru in the SWS, uh, and that will be uh, WCW named Meng. All right. For my wild card pick, I'm taking Jerry the King Lawler. Whoa, okay. Uh, okay. All right, really taking down your show a notch with one of the worst wrestlers of all time. I like it. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> how dare you. Never drew a dime outside of Memphis. Remember that. I hope your show's based in Memphis. Uh, no, but this, uh, I'm not telling you what my show's all about. <laughs> uh, it was, I looked at the, I looked at everybody and said, man, like, these are some, like, some guys that never got a chance to face Lawler. I think I got, I can get a good idea from him, so. Okay. With my wild card pick, I pick with the WWF title, Michael Man Randy Savage. Get the fuck out. Wow. Okay. Holy shit. True true cross promotion. All right. 
God damn, I never would have thought to do that. Uh, so I will say uh, that I'm happy. So the reason, one of the reasons why I picked 1992 is because it eliminates Flair and the Huckster. Okay. Uh, yes. So that was, and I felt that having either one of those two was a bit of a of an easy an easy road uh, to hoe. So I uh, I wanted them eliminated. And WCW's roster at this point is like all talent that haven't come into their own yet, own yet, and it's amazing. That's a that that, that this is a I, I'm glad how you thought this out. This is great. Yeah. All right. Um, my next pick, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at the list here. And uh, is there a reason why the Diamond Stud's not on it? Is he still there in 92? He certainly is. I may have missed him then. Oh, <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. All right, <laughs> Hold on. No, it's okay. I'll I'll move around. No, 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 no. No, like, no. If it's uh, if it if it, that person is there but not on our list, that that you're, you're if it's if it's real, then uh, you know we'll we'll go to the replay. Hang tight, real quick. Mm-hmm. He does appear in 1992, um, in WCW. So have at it. I mean, Sud's there. Okay. Uh. Then I am going to take the Diamond Stud with Diamond Dallas Page as his manager. That was an audible. Not on my list. But i got to make up some ground here for you guys taking Dustin real quick. <laughs> uh, for my next pick, I am picking the total package Lex Luger. All right. With my next pick... I am going to take. See, now we're starting to get down there a little bit. I'm going to take Cactus. Okay. All right. My next pick, I'm taking Johnny B. Bad. Oh, such an underrated talent. Right. Big fan of Mark Marrow. <clears throat> okay, here. Let's see. I, for my next pick, I am picking my commentary team of Jesse Ventura and Gordon Soley. Shit. Ooh. As heard on the classic Slambury 94 match between uh, Tully Blanchard and Terry Funk. An incredible match. Okay. All right. For my next pick, then, I'm also going to do commentary, and I'm going to get Shivani and Dusty. Oh, oh, good call. Oh, oh Shivani was very important to my to a part of my. <laughs> and I was pairing him with a very uh, quality human being, but oh, bummer. All right, well, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about commentary team for a little while. So that's <laughs> nice. Oh man, I hope yours is like Joey Mags and <laughs> like Firebreaker Chip. Uh, I with my next pick am taking. The team of Hiroshi Hase and Kensuke Sasaki, the Northern Lights. Good call. Ooh. Good. I think this round I gotta get a tag here. Let me take a look at this list here. Oh, can we get another? Is Paul Roma in WCW in '92? No, I don't think he comes until '93. Damn. All right. 
There's a few tag teams out there, though. Yeah, I know there is, but I wanted Paul Orndorff and Paul Rome. I'm pretty wonderful. I mean, the Patriots are sitting there. Listen, now tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I definitely want to, like, put together a makeshift tag team. Like, just to be fucking wacky. Um, you don't fuck it. I'm taking Jake Roberts. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. And because I did some research on this and the group disbanded in January 92, this counts. I'm going to take Richard Morton and Terrence Taylor with Alexandra York. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row for Alexandra York. Uh, with my next pick, I am taking Dirty Dick Slater. He was he was on my short list of guys that I almost picked. Uh, okay, let's see. I'm just I'm just writing everything down so this way uh, I don't double pick Dick Slater. Let's go to the next page. All right, for my next pick, I am picking. Dr. Dusty Williams. Nice pick. What's funny is that he took Gordy as a free bird. Yes. And then took yep. Dr. Death anyway. Yes. <laughs> well, Dr. Death was sitting there. He's been, he's been, he's been in the death spot. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy deserves a little more respect. <laughs> Listen, I love Dr. Death with all my heart. Uh, but like, without, without talking Gordy, he just has no, he has no place for me right now. Right, right, uh, a, right. Yeah, it's a little too early for the brawl for all, you know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of grabbing someone while they're still there, my 11th pick will be Fly and Brian Pillman. Ooh. Oh, yeah. How, how did he sneak by? Damn. Um, my next pick is uh, PN News. <laughs> this is when it starts getting fucking amazing. <laughs> All righty, I'm just saying it right now. About to put together the most epic team there ever was. For my next pick, I'm taking the tag team of Van Hammer and the Z-Man. Oh, you taking Van Hammer for real just messes up my PN News pick. <laughs> I was like, there's no way anybody's taking Van Hammer, so I could I could sit on this one for a while. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating over here. Well, if we're doing makeshift tag teams. <laughs> that's the way to do it, dude. Because nobody wants special forces. Um, also, the State Patrol was still on there, just for the record. Um, so, my makeshift tag team that I'm going to draft right now, who I think may have actually teamed at some point, but if they didn't, oh well, now they do. El Gigante and Big Josh. Oh, I think they definitely did. I gotta do, I gotta do some, some thinking here, some, some fiddling around. Oh, all right. Would you just take Big Josh and who? And El Gigante. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) 
What were your commentary teams? My commentary team was Gordon Soley and Jesse Ventura. Okay, you and got Jesse. M- mine is Tony and Dusty. Okay. This is hard. This is really, this is terrible, like, dead air. Um, <laughs> this is why I proposed a shot clock. Yeah, this is, like, awful, awful dead air here. Um, I, uh, Bad I mean, I don't... job editing last week, by the way. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do this, uh, in any way, but, uh, because it's 1992 WCW, I'm taking Eric Watts. Yes, wow. Yes. All right, Chris. What do you got? In my last and final pick, really? the, tag, the tag team of Ole Anderson and Masahiro Chono. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, there, I mean, uh, Ole's going to hate that, but all right. <laughs> he ain't the booker, man. Um. So my next pick, another makeshift tag team, we're going to go with the team of Vinny Vegas and the Gambler. That seems like they should have been put together from the beginning. And there goes my commentary team. Um, <laughs> that sucks. Oh, man. Um, has anybody taken Jim Ross? No. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna draft the the arguably the worst commentary team of all time of Jim Ross and Missy Hyatt. Oh man, <laughs> you Yo. guys forced my hand on this one. You could have picked Eric Bischoff. Nope. You forced my hand. Better person that would have been with Jim Ross, uh, Butch Reed. Uh, let's see, going through here, uh, firebreaker chip, uh, I'm a, I'm a man that just voluntarily picked Eric Watts, all right? Greg <laughs> Valentine. No. Larry Zabisco! Oh. And that, that actually could have worked. Mr. Hughes. Nope. <laughs> Jane Douglas. Oh. <laughs> no one wants that. Um, no. so since Chris is done... My next pick is Todd Champion and Firebreaker Ship, the Patriots. Yeah. Let me do some math here really quick. Math. Math. All right. I have six matches I can do. And you know what? I am calling that a show. There we go. I am trying to put together my card right now to see if I need anything else. Make sure I'm not missing anybody. I do need one more person, it looks like. Oh, man. Dun, 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 dun. So, for my final pick... I am going to select Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Oh, good last pick. Uh, so if I may, Matt, I thought of this. Uh, a segment before we cut to commercial here and uh, and take a break while you guys collect your card. 
This is a new segment called uh, Didn't Make the Cut. And these are the guys that are not getting booked. <laughs> so the following people are not getting booked on this show. Oh, all right. If, if I can fucking figure out uh, goddamn uh, technology. Not getting booked on the show. Chris Benoit. Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. <laughs> uh, go through here. Let's see. Uh, Mr. Hughes. Um, Brad and Scott Armstrong. Joey Scott Mag. Armstrong was a, a squad. Scott Armstrong was a Rackna man in 1992. That was Brad Armstrong. Or Brad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Brad Armstrong. Uh, Joey Mags. Shane Douglas. Uh, Paul Orndorff. Ricky Santana. I don't know who the fuck Ricky Santana is. <laughs> um, Butch Reed. Uh, Dusty got picked. Abby got picked. Go through. Oh, we, we, we did pretty good going through here. Uh, Lieutenant James Earl Wright. I have no idea who that guy is. He's the other half of the state patrol. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Greg Valentine. I can't. I can't stand with that. We, we, dude, guys, we almost anymore. went through this whole list. Yeah. I feel bad about leaving Butch Reed off. Butch is a Butch is a really underrated guy, but uh, well. I just didn't have a I didn't have a place for him. And with but, that, I'm but sorry. I had a place for but I had a place for Eric Watts. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna take a pause here and put together our cards, and we'll be back after these words from some other podcasts. Woo. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. Hey, friends. Chris O'Mealy here. And if you're into nerd culture like I am, then you'll love my show, The Nerd Table, airing every Monday morning at 7 a.m. on the CKCC radio channel. Eric Flores, Dan Peck, and myself discuss everything from movies, TV shows, video games, music, sports, and more while we tell hilarious stories, interview interesting people, and just have fun conversations about the things we enjoy. Check us out every Monday at 7 a.m. on CKCC Radio. And if you're a fan of The Simpsons, CKCC Radio delivers the Stupid Sexy Podcast every Friday evening as Dan Peck and I review every episode of The Simpsons ever. All this and many other great shows can be found on CKCC Radio. Listen to us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
And we are back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. We've had some time to put together our cards. And per tradition, we'll go in tradition because we've been around for four whole weeks now. Four whole weeks. <laughs> this is show number three. Um, we'll have the guests go first. So, Dooch, you are up. Oh, all right. Let the, let the nerves kick in. So, had to make a few, <laughs> a few changes, a few changes. I'm still happy. I got, I got the, the linchpins of the show that I wanted, I got. Uh, so that's, that's the important thing. Uh, so I am doing, and I almost yelled at you, Chris, cause I, uh, although the card may be too big to contain it, uh, I am doing, uh, a WCW Power Hour. Oh, yes! <laughs> um, maybe a little too big for a Power Hour, but the people are getting a treat. Uh, if it runs over, it runs over. It's, this is we're 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 talking taking a time machine here. I can do whatever I want. I mean, and the people who are watching TBS, if they miss the first ten minutes of Andy Griffiths, it's okay. Right. <laughs> so, or if they miss the first ten minutes of uh, Mania. Actually, ninety-two. That there wasn't Mania. Was it? Wasn't it still All American Wrestling? I think at that time. Th- there may have been, but we're talking the loyal TBS viewers who are gonna. Watch oh. Power Hour until 10.05, which becomes 10.15, and then, oh no, we've missed the entire plot of Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, first match on the card, you gotta, you gotta get the people pumped up, you gotta get them ready. All-time work rate match. These, these guys had battles in Japan. It is Hiroshi Hase and Kensuke Sasaki versus the Steiner Brothers. All nice. right, starting hot. Uh, it is, uh, a killer match. This is your work rate. This is a 20-minute time limit, and it takes all of it. It is a draw to start the show. The fans aren't happy, but they'll have to deal with it because the athleticism that they just witnessed in this match is the likes of which 1992 probably wasn't ready for. This is like <laughs> this is like when Marty McFly played Chuck Berry in the in the prom in the 1950s, and everybody's like, maybe you're not ready for that yet. That's this minus the whole white guy inventing rock and roll rehash they did in Back to the Future. <laughs> Retconning rock and roll. Yes. That match goes with time limit draw. Second match. Before the match, PN News wraps his way down to the ring. Yes. He's on his way. He doesn't have a challenger. They cut to backstage, and Bill Watts is there. And Bill Watts, what does Bill Watts hate? Rap. (laughs) (laughs) So Bill Watts gets his kid, Eric, by the ear, drags him on camera, and says, you listen to me, you no good son of a bitch. You go down there and stop this rap right now, or I'm revoking your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Eric Watts goes to the ring. It is the exact kind of match you would expect out of PN News and Eric Watts, even though they tried to convince us in 1992 that Eric Watts was training with Masahiro Chono. That's nonsense, <laughs> trying to teach him the STF. It doesn't matter. PN News beats him in six minutes with the record breaker. <laughs> now we know why Butch Reed couldn't be in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Watts goes backstage, met by Bill Watts, who in fact takes his last name from him and disowns him from his family. <laughs> and the wrestling business, <laughs> thus undoing a lot of damage in the years to come. <laughs> He's just Eric. He's just Eric. And that's it. And it doesn't matter. Nobody wanted him anyway. Shit. Decker, we just lost. <laughs> Third match on the card. Your light heavyweight champion, Scotty Flamingo, comes out to the ring. 
or he's not out to the ring yet. He's backstage. He's being interviewed. He grabs the microphone and he says, cuts the Scotty Flamingo promo. He says, I stand here, king of this place. There's no way this belt leaves my waist. I'm Scotty Flamingo, the freshest thing in town. Scorpio, you best not come around, because I'm the greatest, and when my story is told, there won't even be a mention of too cold. Oh, shit. So why doesn't Bill Watts hate that? (laughs) Because Bill Watts... it's a poet. Right, because it's a poem, not a rap. It's different. (laughs) There's no snare to it's Flamingo versus Two Cold Scorpio with Teddy Long in Scorpio's corner. This match goes about 10 minutes. It's a back and forth match. Scorpio goes over. And if you ever listen to my podcast, The Wednesday Night War, you'll know how much I love roll up finishes. <laughs> you get plus three stars for a roll up finish. <laughs> Scotty's got the advantage. He goes to grab, pick. Too cold up off the apron. Too cold hooks the legs around him, flips him over. One, two, three. Too cold's your new champion. Teddy Long gets on the microphone, announces that Too Cold is a fighting champion. He will take on all comers. Music hits. Oh wait, I didn't get that guy. He can't come out. Never mind. <laughs> Scratch that from my card right there. All right, doesn't matter. Fighting champion will take on all comers next week. <laughs> When Next match that? on the card. I'm pretty sure this is this is number four. Uh, so you cut backstage again. Johnny B. Bad's there, and he's very upset. You see, uh, Dirty Dick Slater said some unsavory things about what kind of person he feels Johnny B. Bad is. If you know what I mean. Just imagine Dirty Dick Slater. Oh, and uh, <laughs> B. Bad challenges Dirty Dick to a bunkhouse brawl. They're going to fight it out in jeans. All right. <laughs> Match is just two guys. They come out. They're wearing the gear the right way. The knee pads over over the jeans. Dick Slater dresses like that anyway. Johnny yeah. B. Bad comes out in the most flamboyant street fight gear you've ever seen in your entire life. There's jeans, but they're not a normal blue. They're pink frilly knee pads over them. He still looks like Johnny B. Bad. He still looks great. Uh, and a lot of people don't know this. I'd say, Johnny Bad looks like Meshack Taylor in Mannequin, but ready to fight. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't realize this. They, they Slater sort of takes a, looks at Johnny B. Bad like he's not as tough as he is, but this is a former, you know. Golden uh, Gloves winner. Golden Gloves boxer. So B. Bad knocks him out in about 12 minutes. Slater can't answer 10 count. That's over. Just a street fight everywhere. It's a good time. Everybody thought Johnny B. Bad wasn't going to be tough enough because of the pink, but you know what? He pulls through. Slater's got a broken jaw. Fuck Match man, number five. We got the Diamond Stud with Diamond Dallas Page versus the Great Muda. Holy fuck! Wow. Now, now I'm going to call this a, a dream match in any in any era. Uh, I'm also going to say that at this point in WCW, which probably didn't happen, this is my show, so I don't care. Uh, Stud, Stud and Page are faces, because Mood is a heel always, no matter who it is he's facing. All right. Because this was a substitute on my card. <laughs> who was it going to be? Uh, it was going to be Dustin with Dusty. Oh, wow, that would have been good. Right, because I don't think those two have ever met, ever really met. Uh, that would be a dream match, especially when you see what I got for this. So back and forth, the innovation you see from these guys, you know, Stud's much bigger than Muda, but Muda, it doesn't matter. Muda's one of the best to ever do it. Back and forth, 
uh, and there's a ref bump towards the end on the back spring elbow. Muda takes advantage, gets Diamond Stud down, goes to the top rope, hits his moonsault, which you know is a no-no in 1992 WCW, because Bill Watts is there, and top rope moves are an immediate disqualification. That's right. Yes. Right. Right. Muda has him pinned anyway. The ref revives late, misses the moonsault, goes for the pin. The ref starts counting. He gets the one. He gets the two. Diamond Dallas Page is up on the apron, screaming at the ref, distracts him. The the ref comes over. He's like, he did the top rope move. That's a disqualification. You can't do that. That's nonsense. And Muda walks over, clearly pissed off that he just had the one, two, three. And right in front of the referee, he missed DDP in the face. Immediate disqualification. What? The end of it. Muda walks out. Biggest heel in the company. And that's what it is. Biggest heel in the company. Biggest heel for, in the company. For you have Vader. Diamond Dallas Page. You have yes. fucking Vader with the belt. Nope. Doesn't matter. Great mood. The biggest, biggest heel in the company. <laughs> All right. Main event time. Uh, mood to be the biggest, biggest heel in the company because originally he was supposed to miss Dusty Rhodes and you just, that makes you the biggest oh, heel in the world. Right, right. But anyway. Main event time. Big Van Vader with Harley Race. Versus Barbarian. So, Vader feels his competition as of late hasn't been up to snuff, up to the power that Vader requires. So he decides he's gonna, he's gonna give a challenge to a guy who sniffed the main event, who's almost got there, maybe was there, but just, you know, didn't have enough or didn't have anybody behind him to really push him through. So he challenges Barb. Barb comes out ready to hit a motherfucker, just ready to kill. Lots of fists, not a ton of moves, just two of the toughest dudes beating the crap out of each other. Nobody's selling. They keep getting madder. They keep getting harder, hitting harder. Uh, Barb gets a slight advantage, and Harley Race tries to get involved. He catches one from 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 Barb, uh, which sends Vader into a rage. Vader starts taking liberties. Barb gets color, and Vader won't let up. Uh, closed fist, the ref's calling for the bell, Vader DQs, hits the ref, bumps the ref, Harley gets in the ring, starts laying it in the barb, he has a broken bottle in his fist, and he's just ready to get it barb, like, I can't believe you hit me, this wasn't supposed to happen, the crowd's going nuts, because Harley Race is mad, and we all know what happens when Harley Race has a bottle in his hand. <laughs> he's, 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 he's over barb, barb's bleeding from the face, tons of color, like a six on the mood of scale, and he's about to cut him, and the music wow. hits. And down from the ramp comes my wild card. The man that they called Haku in WWF. King Haku. But in, in WCW, he's the man called Ming! <laughs> Which is why I needed Shivani, you son of a bitch. So, <laughs> Vader tries to meet him before he gets to the ring. Haku snatches his eye, bites his nose. Well, Ming gets in the ring. Harley drops the bottle from Barb's neck, walks to confront Haku while Barb is bleeding in the corner. Barb is out. There's nothing he can do. He's not dead, thankfully, because he just had a run-in with Harley Race. Haku is not concerned (laughs) about the broken bottle. Him and Harley meet mid-ring. The camera zooms in. They're nose-to-nose. Harley's pissed. Ming is pissed. Two of the toughest men to ever walk this earth. Camera fades out. We don't know what's going to happen until next week. 
Oh, God damn it. Wow. And it, and it two years early, forms what I am calling the baby faces of fear. <laughs> well done. Well nice. done. Nice. That was a good card. That was a good, good card. Would never meet WCW standards and practices with all the blood. Well, <laughs> he went hey, into Vader, Vader got in trouble. Vader got in trouble. He took liberties. Yes. He was fined five thousand dollars by the board of directors. Oh man! But that that was very entertaining, and I'm now. If Watts wasn't as concerned with all this rap stuff, he'd have more to say. But (laughs) (laughs) just lost the son too, so it's it's a setting day for him. Did on on national TV, no less, on the Power Hour. Oh fuck! Well. It is my turn. So, I am bringing to you guys Clash of the Champions 20 on the 4th of July from uh, Mitchie Stadium in West Point, New York. Bill Watts comes out, and uh, for those that are unaware, tonight will be the last night of Ricky Steamboat's career. He's, he's retiring and he wanted to retire where he was born, so he he chose West Point on the Fourth of July, and he's like, "This is what this is what we're gonna do." And uh, Bill Watts, you know, comes out big pomp and circumstance for Ricky Steamboat. You know, the girls give him the bouquet, and he's given a lifetime achievement award by the WCW and the, and the NWA for all of this that he's accomplished over the years. And uh, he uh, he brings out who will be his opponent later on in the evening. The total package, Lex Luger. Now, Lex Luger, you have to understand, also a New York boy. So he doesn't understand how somebody like Ricky Steamboat could grow up in the South, but, but say, I want to retire in my home. You've never, you, you never spent a day here in New York. I, I'm Buffalo born and bred. You know, it's, it starts getting booze from the audience. I guess they're not Sabres fans or something or Bills fans. Um, and, uh, needless to say, Lex Luger and Rick Steamboat, our main event tonight. Uh, and Bill Watts says, I don't want this to be a match that goes to the distance. So there is, he's declaring it right now that there will be no time limit and we will go until, uh, one man cannot go any further. So that's the setup for the main event tonight. He also has a, a quick announcement for everybody that he is bringing back Battle Bowl and the Tumblr. He is brought out on the ramp, and he's like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna have our first match here tonight." And he picks the first name, and it's Van Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and he picks his opponent, Masahiro Chono. <laughs> and then he picks Van Hammer's partner, and it's the Z-Man, Tom Zink. And then he picks Masahiro Chono's partner. And it's the surliest man alive, Mr. Ole Anderson. And, o- and Ole comes out dressed like a fucking barber or something. I don't know. He looks like shit. He doesn't think he's going to wrestle tonight. He's, and Bill Watts says, Ole Anderson, you're still under contract here as a wrestler. You are going to be in the battle bowl with your, with your partner, Masahiro Chono. And at that point, Ole Anderson says a racial slur that is bleeped. <laughs> Wow, that's a theme and on Bill both Watt, of our shows. 
<laughs> Bill Watts is not having this. And he's saying, Ole, if you, you get out of line one more time, your contract is going to be completely null and void and you will not have a space here in WCW anymore. So they go to the, so they go to the back, you know, and they, they, they go to commercial and they come back. And it's the first match. Uh, Ole, Masahiro Chono, who, who just gave him the stank eye, taking on Van Hammer and the Z Man. And this is, uh, this is one of the strange, strangest pairings, obviously. Uh, but they only go eight minutes. And the story of the match is Ole Anderson's not having it to be in this match. So he, he tags in once. He slaps around the Z Man a little bit, tags right back in Chono. And, uh, once the, uh, once the babyface fire starts back up in the comeback, Chono's looking for the hot tag from Ole. And Ole jumps down to the floor. And he walks away from Chono, which allows Van Hammer to hit the, uh, oh, he used to do the, the slingshot suplex. That's right. Hit the slingshot suplex on Chono. Cover him. One, two, three. Van Hammer and the C-Man. Progressing battle ball. <laughs> Wonderful. So. We go backstage. And, um. We have, uh. We have an interview segment with Jesse Ventura and Bill Watts again, talking about how how important this is this this main event tonight. When uh, Doc and Gordy come to uh, come to uh, see him, and uh, and uh, Bill Watts is like, "What can what can I help you guys today?" And they're they're all dressed in their geese, and uh, and they uh, they go to um, or Doc goes to Bill Watts, and he's like, "Bill, we're." Uh, we're, we're, we're celebrating a guy that's, uh, been a great asset to the world of wrestling, you know, but, um, we know that your, your roots are, you know, from the, from the deep south. I think it's important tonight that we, uh, have ourselves a little, uh, a little bit of a, uh, uh, southern style kind of, kind of brawl deal. And Doc says to, uh, Doc says to, uh, Terry Gordy goes, Terry. I want you to see these guys, and he brings in the Freebirds. He brings in P.S. Hayes, Jimmy Garvin. He goes, "I want you to be with your brothers tonight, and uh, and uh, and then have yourself a brawl." And uh, I don't know how that means I team with the Southern Boys and Tommy Rich, but we figure that out at some point later. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe what happens? <laughs> maybe is <laughs> Southern Boys are like, "Hey, we're from the South. Let's fucking fight." Poppers is like, yeah, bitch, let's fucking do this. And they all high five and then spit in each other's faces. And then Doug Dillinger breaks them all up. We're like, we'll see you tonight in the semi main event. So that, uh, that leads to our next match, a dream match. The King Jerry Lawler set the take on, uh, the, the madman from Sudan, Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> what? So. You know, Jerry Lawler comes out talking about a whole bunch of shit. And, uh, you know, like he's one to do in this, in this kind of, uh, time era. He's like, you know, there's nobody here in WCW that's tough as me. I'm the king of wrestling. You know, you guys know that already. And Abby comes out and he's like, oh yeah, you fat fuck. Let's, uh, let's square off for these people here. And it's just a fucking Pier 6 brawl with, with, with Lawler and Abby. And, uh, there's a problem in this match though. It goes about, uh, 12 minutes. 
And the biggest problem is that Jerry Lawler can't get Abdullah Butcher up for pile driver. Just can't do it because he's fat. Um, so he, he's, he's got to think of anything that he can. So <clears throat> while given the opportunity, there's a, there's a ref bump. Abby just like knocks him over because he's wide um, and uh, drops down. And he realizes, like, well, I, I've, I've done everything that I can to the the, the bad man. So I, I need to go back to uh, some roots here. And he pulls out the flash paper. Big fucking fireball right in fucking Abby's face. But Abby's Abby's been through a hell, hell of a lot. So while this all goes on, the, the fireball is temporarily blinded. Abdul the Butcher. Jerry Lola grabs the trunks, gets the nuts, whacks them right in the fucking dome. Abby's down. You know, Abby just got done getting electrocuted at some point, like at 91, I think. Didn't he get electrocuted in 91? You know, he's taking a lot of shit. Maybe he's going to get electrocuted. I don't know. Um, and so that's, uh, Jerry Lawler goes over Abdul the Butcher in 12 minutes after a nut shot. So, going to our next match, Dr. Death Steve Williams is, comes out and he's like, uh, I've let my, I've let my tag team partner go be with the Freebirds tonight. They're going to take on the Southern Boys and Tommy Rich, you know, to represent the South here. Uh, but that leaves me without any kind of, uh, any kind of opponent. And then you hear a murmur come through the, through the, through the audience of the stadium. And, uh, much like he did with Sting, Jake Snake jumps the rail, comes in, fucking blasts him with a short arm clothesline. It takes out Dr. Dusty Williams. And Jake is like, Hey, you know, you call yourself a doctor of death. Well, I'm death incarnate here, motherfucker. Let's go. So Jake. A Dr. Death have themselves a match. And it's, it's a pretty standard by the number Jake the Snake Roberts match. Um, ends up, uh, getting the, getting himself over, uh, in about 15 minutes altogether, including the promo and, uh, the, the comments, stuff like that. So it's about a 15 minute segment. Jake Snake goes over the DDT on Dr. Death, uh, just leaving him in a pile of ruins. So that's, uh, that's a sad day for Dr. Death losing his tag team partner in that. So number four, match number four. It's, uh, the reason why we're having it on the 4th of July is because this is the finals of the United States tournament. So we have ourselves on one side of the bracket, Rick Rude. You know, the former champion, the guy that lost it due to the injuries. And the other side of the bracket, ironically enough, uh, man that's been teaming with Rick Steamboat for a while, Nikita Koloff. So these two square off. And this is, this is, uh, as, as DJ, but this is the, this is the work rate match. You know, these two guys are just going at it. You know, there's, there's, there's nothing too, uh, nothing too off, you know, Rick Rude's getting heat, you know, uh, but he's, but he's not, he's not, he's not cheating at all. He's, you know, he's trying to keep it fair, you know, because he's the, he's still the champion is and he doesn't need to use underhanded tactics to do this. And he, he makes it very clear, you know, he wants to make sure that Nikita's doing the same thing, you know. With the, you know, Nikita's pulling his hair and he, he sounds, I know, none of this bullshit. So, um, so it gets to the point where we're getting to the finish and this, this match goes, uh, what did I say this one? I think this is, this is about, this is about another 12, 15 minute match. And Rick Rude comes in, throws Nikita off ropes and, uh, gives him an Oklahoma roll. And, uh, as he, uh, as he does this, he bends back over and he grabs the rope on the other side while the ref doesn't look. The man of honor is, is, is now suddenly trying to fuck, fuck everything over and he gets it and he gets the one, two, three 
And the referee doesn't see. And Rick Rude is so happy. He's the United States champion once again. And then Bill Watts comes back out. And it's like, what the fuck is this? You, you told me that you weren't going to do any of this. This is a championship of honor. So I'm restarting this fucking match. And uh, Rick Rude is beside himself. And Nikita Koloff comes in and uh, picks him up for, I think Nikita, wasn't Nikita a shoulder breaker? If I recall. Russian, oh, Russian sickle. Right, 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 right. Why did I think it was the, the shoulder breaker? I do not know. So Nikita hits him with his finish. One, two, three. Nikita Koloff, the new United States, WCW United States champion. What a travesty. Uh, on the 4th of July. On the 4th of July. <laughs> but hey. At West Point. At West Point. <laughs> Uh, and all the, and all the, the banners playing and stuff like that. Nobody understands the irony, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, our semi-main is the reunited Fabulous Freebirds taking on the Southern Boys and Tommy Rich. I don't need to say more than that. This was just an absolute fucking, this is, this is bedlam. This was, this was going out in the stadium. This is, uh, what was that, what was that Memphis match? The, uh, the, the concession stand brawl. This is this is all that, man. You know these these Southern boys want to show what it's like. You know, li- living as a living as a country boy down uh, d- down the ways that they are, and uh, so they just fucking tear each other apart. And it's 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 just one of the, one of the classic uh, brawls WCW ever puts on. Uh, one that they talk about to this day. They're like, do you remember when the Freebirds reunited? They took on the Southern boys of Tommy Rich. Wildfire Tommy Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, they're like, yeah, I mean, we had Sting Squadron against the Dangerous Alliance, but shit, remember when the Freebirds united at West Point? And they're like, fuck, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so needless to say, these boys go until they can't stand anymore. And it goes 30 minutes, and they call it a draw. Because, shit, there's no way anybody's going to be able to top these guys, and they're not going to be able to top themselves. So at 30 minutes, they call it, and they say, boys, you did us proud. You did the South proud, and the South will rise again, but not on this night. And they uh, they go back to the locker rooms after exchanging uh, a bunch of uh, handshakes and, and hugs because they have they showed everybody what, uh, you know, uh, that a country boy can't survive. So <laughs> that was our semi-main. Getting to... Our main event, Lex Luger taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat coming out to uh, Alan Parsons' project. You know, all the lights are dimming, and he's coming out with the fire. And he's uh, he's really... Um, although I did like WCW 92 Rick Steamboat music. I thought that was pretty good music. Um, and uh, he comes out with his family, much, much like he's wanted to do. And uh, this guy's also getting a hero's reception just... You know, the, 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 who's the lead general? I guess they'd be the commander in chief. We're not going to get the commander in chief to come wish Ricky Steamboat the best of <laughs> But the head of West Point, the lead general, comes up to the United States, goes, Ricky Steamboat, as by honor of, uh, the United States of America, we're going to give you the, an honorary medal of freedom award. <laughs> and fuck it. And Ricky Steamboat's so touched. And while this happens, Lex Luger goes, BAM! And fucking blasts him. Blasts him the fucking next week. And he goes, 
expand to the outside. Lex Luger doesn't understand this. This guy, he's no hero. Yeah, he was an NWA champion, but fuck, I was an NWA champion. So these guys battle back and forth. It's uh, you know, every great Rick Steamboat match you've ever seen, every great Lex Luger match you've ever seen. There's tons of them, and uh, much like uh, it is, uh, it is said, it's always good to go bad on your back. And at 35 minutes, Lex Luger's got enough steam, and he picks up Rick Steamboat for the rack, and he starts racking him. And people are, are crying. They're going, no, Steamboat, don't give up. But needless to say, Ricky Steamboat's time in wrestling has come and gone. And he gives up, and Lex Luger, the, the, the honorary champion of New York, stands tall as Rick Steamboat uh, lays there in rubble. And as Lex Luger leaves, you know, let's give it up one more time for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the entire, the entire, the entire crowd is going wild and they play the Alan Parsons project again. And then he leaves. I contemplated calling this, <laughs> this show the last dance, but I don't want to do that. And there we go. Clash of the Champions 20, the night where the Freebirds reunited and Ricky Steamboat, uh, retired. In in your timeline, does he does he make that like two thousand late late two thousand ten run where he comes no, back in? No, he does No, okay. <laughs> he he keeps his word. Also in your timeline, doesn't come back to Ring of Honor either. Also in your timeline, does America forgive Lex Luger when he body slams Yokozuna? <laughs> That's exactly what they. One year later. Unsuccess intrepid. <laughs> at this point, he starts. Uh, uh, he leaves here, and then he starts studying Greek mythology, and he realizes, like, wow, I really am a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if, in your timeline, the honor that Ricky Steamboat gets is that they name a boat after him, and Lex Luger slams Yokozuna <laughs> on the USS Steamboat. <laughs> Which is not a steamboat, but <laughs> not at all. Barrier. Oh, this is all wonderful. This is what should happen, Rick Steamboat. <laughs> so I have to follow that, <laughs> and and I, I have to follow that. a tease of Harley Race against Ming. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna give this a shot. And um, we are going to go to Super Brawl, which is not in a specific month this year. It's just Super Brawl. And it's in Augusta, Georgia, because okay. most WCW pay-per-views were in, like, third-rate-level le- third Georgia cities at this point. Yo, I've driven through Augusta, Georgia. It's fucking nothing. <laughs> so we are going to start with the WCW television title. You guys both had your work rate match, and now so do I, as stunning Steve Austin with Polly Dangerously defends against Flying Brian Pillman. Oh, nice. Good match. And this one goes about 15 minutes. It's a it's a pretty good back-and-forth contest. Pillman misses the, the crossbody off the top, stumbles into the stun gun for the 1-2-3. Ah, oh, such an underrated finisher. I love the stun gun. And then we go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum, as <laughs> as Alexander York leads mulleted businessman Richard Morton 
<laughs> and the computerized man of the 1990s, Terrence Taylor, <laughs> to the ring to take on from WCW Special Forces. All right. Todd Champion, Firebreaker Chip, the Patriots. This match is about as bad as you would think it's going to be, but, <laughs> but it's, it's the second match, so it's it does its job, and the Patriots go over in six to eight minutes with whatever finish they were doing at the time, which was probably not that good. I was going to say, I hope it's like a double clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> with a double deal. Ha! <laughs> So we move on to the third match as Cactus Jack makes his way to the ring. And he goes one-on-one with the young upstart rookie Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Uh, R.I.P. buff. So Bagwell, um, when he lacks in experience, he makes up for in youthful energy. And the first couple minutes, he's really getting better at Cactus. But Cactus is a wild man. And he has way more experience in the ring than Bagwell. He uses this to his advantage. Uh, he does the cactus elbow off the apron to the floor. He hits all the signature cactus stuff. Double arm DDT for the finish. Cactus goes up in eight minutes. We go on to match four, which actually starts with a promo from Ron Simmons in the ring being interviewed by Tony Giovanni. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and Ron Simmons is upset. Because the WCW Heavyweight Champion has decided to be elsewhere this night. Oh. He's not here. And he is the rightful heavyweight champion in WCW. Pomp and circumstance hits. And Randy Savage makes his way to the ring as the WWF champion. Savage says... Savage says, you want to fight the champion? Well, I'm here. Let's do this. <laughs> wow. So, Randy Savage goes one-on-one with Ron Simmons, non-title. Okay. And during the proceedings, um, Savage is being um, dominated by Ron Simmons' power game. Like what you did there? I I... Know what I just did, and I didn't know I did it till I did it. Until okay. you said it, so thank you. Did it, um, it, did it. Uh, so, <laughs> so Savage finally snaps because he's had enough of this and just goes to town on Simmons, just beating the hell out of him. Uh, throws him outside the ring. Uh, Simmons is out of it. Um, Savage picks him up, puts him up against the guardrail, standing. Goes to the top of the double axe handle. Oh, fuck. Simmons just falls over because he's too beaten up. And Savage crashes and burns for a double count out 12 minutes. Good finish. Good finish. Because you couldn't have you couldn't have Ron Simmons just go over the WF champion or else it's like, well, that guy's an idiot, you know? <laughs> and, if, and if Randy Savage fucking blew his shit up, you know, it'd be like, well, I, I, I pretty much got nothing here. <laughs> I like that well, finish a lot. Well, I guess I should reassess my options, says Ron Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe I should shoot shoot a little lower. <laughs> so we go to intermission. Um, people sell their gimmicks. People get hot dogs and pretzels. 
And some of them even make it back in time for our first match after intermission as the team of Vinny Vegas and the Gambler take on the team of El Gigante and Big Josh. Yeah, this is the popcorn match. Yeah. That's right. So, um, Big Josh and the Gambler do their thing, and then El Gigante and Kevin Nash both get tagged in, and they do, like, the big guys facing off stuff. Except El Gigante is still, like, eight inches taller than Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't look like it should, but it right. still happens. Um, and this is, um, Elegante and Big Josh up. Um, Big Josh does the what became the whoopee cushion, but was something northern themed at that point. <laughs> <laughs> the northern exposure. The northern exposure. <laughs> That's probably what it was called, even. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So we move on to the semi main for the WCW tag team titles. As Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham defend against Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, also with Polly Dangerously, because he is on my card too. There you go. This goes 12 minutes, and thanks to interference from stunning Steve Austin, Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton win the WCW Tag Team Titles, DDT from Arn onto Windham. Oh, a title switch. Doing the title switch. Uh, so now the Dangerous Alliance has the TV title and the tag team titles. Whoa, baby. So we move on to our main event, and I cannot think of any other place to put this on the card but the main event. An unthought-of dream match until now, as one-on-one, Sting faces, faces Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, Fuck. All right, I'm here for this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and this is just, it's banana, if you will. There you go. They hit all their signature stuff. Sting gets the victory. And that is, that is with a roll-up. So plus, <laughs> plus three stars. stars. Plus three stars. Um... At one point, uh, Liger hits the moonsault for a, a long two. Um, Sting gets the Scorpion Deathlock on, and that takes maybe a minute into the match. This goes about 20. There you go. Um, and Sting eventually wins with the roll-up. Fireworks go off. Go off the air happy. All right. All right. Good shows, everybody. Yes. Good shows. So now we get to the portion where we find out what was ruined for us. <laughs> I'll let you go because you were ruined very early. I was ruined very early. So I have a few things that were ruined. Overall, my dream card came sort of to uh, to fruition here. Um, but I had a, a, a dark match scheduled here that was going to be uh, either uh, if I if I got Cactus and Abdullah, I was going to put them against the uh, – the rap metal connection of PN News and Van Hammer. <laughs> um, whereas uh, they would literally be murdered by Abby and Cactus and never to be seen again. Uh, if I couldn't get Cactus and Abby, I was going to go with PN News versus Van Hammer in a rap versus metal battle for the ages. And the loser, 
the loser not only has to leave WCW, but the winner gets to rewrite every WCW entrance theme in their oh, style of music. Man, oh, awesome. but you took Van Hammer from me, which I never in a million years thought was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> and ruin that pretty much right away. Uh, my commentary team was going to be Vinny Vegas and Tony Schiavone. I'd have been good. Yep. Uh, I also lost Dustin with Dusty against the Great Muda. Uh, I mentioned that before. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty amazing match. And then the match that I didn't even really replace, uh, cause I couldn't find anything was, uh, the world and U.S. tag team unification match of Doc and Gordy, cha- the world tag team champions versus the Freebirds, the U.S. tag team champions. Mm. Oh. Uh, the US, all of them. <laughs> they unified, they unified this, these belts at the end of 1992. Okay. Uh, so this was gonna be a little earlier, and it was, uh, it was old friends, bitter enemies. Uh, Gordy clearly didn't wanna mess with Michael, but he's okay with beating the shit out of Jimmy Garvin. Uh, and then he is, uh, Hayes is forced to <clears throat> mix it up with Doc. He cheap shots Doc, which sends Gordy on a, on a rampage. And Doc and Gordy go over as unified champs. That was sure it. Though. Shit. Sure as shit. If you would have just given me Vader, <laughs> you could have <laughs> that whole fucking match. Nope. Uh, Vader, Vader and the creation of the, the baby faces of fear was very important to me. So I had to go right <laughs> off on that one. <laughs> I, I, I knew I was either going to get Muda or Doc and Gordy. I was pretty sure I wasn't going to get both. Um, I thought one of you guys was going to take Muda. And then I would have to just eliminate the match with the with the misting of Dusty Rhodes, but didn't go my way. But I'm all right. I'm good. I I I wrote an original Scotty Flamingo poem here. Uh, I, <laughs> so as long as I didn't, I'm glad I didn't lose out on that one because uh, I would have been really mad if I had to uh, rewrite that in any way because it also has too cold with a rhyme. So if I didn't get too cold with him, that would have ruined my entire poem. <laughs> This is where you could add Butch Reed. That's um, the only thing that changed for me real bad is uh, well, a bunch of the matches changed for me. It was going to be Steamboat against Vader, and it was going to be it was going to be career versus title. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was it. Like, uh, and I was like, "Fuck!" As soon as you picked Vader, I was like, "Well, we gotta figure something <laughs> else out, man." <laughs> like, uh, like doing the straight up. Know? Straight up Vader number one for me. It was never even a different option. So that was immediately my number one. Fuck, my first wild card was Vader taking on Terry Funk. I, I know oh, that feeling. Cool. Vader's fucking great. Yeah. And I, had, I thought of Vader. Um, I wasn't. I didn't think I was going to get him, but I did have some wild cards in mind. Had I gotten Vader, such as Bam Bam Bigelow against Vader. Or, oh. or Meg against Vader. Like, that was a thought I had. Mm. Oh, All right. shit. Nice. Uh, um, my only wild card was Jerry Lawler because I had a feeling nobody was going to pick Jerry Lawler. I would never in a million years pick that guy. Nope. <laughs> um, and then I wasn't anticipating I'm going to take Vader with the title, so I was going to take Ron Simmons first with the title. Oh, and then the And then it was just a matter of, and I thought of this at like 7.30 tonight, like, wait a minute. I can take Savage or Brett and do champion versus champion. Oh man, that would have been Brett would have been good too, man. Yeah. 
but I thought Savage worked out better. I don't think uh, Bret Hart would have been as big of a deal. Um, I was also really struggling with where to put that on the card because I did, I wanted once I had Sting and Liger, I was like, okay, that's my main. Right, right, right. Um, and I just kind of lucked into that. Um, had it been title for title, that would have been the main event. Yeah. Um, at one point, I had Cactus against Pillman and Austin against Bagwell, and then swapped it at the last minute. Oh. Okay. Um, and then also, I was going to do Rhodes and Wyndham against Cactus and Abdullah had I gotten them. That would have been good. Um, yeah. I switched my U.S. Uh, my U.S. title victory. It was going to be Rick Rude the whole time. And then I go, yeah. I said, all these fucking heels going up in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need one baby face. <laughs> so I was like, dusty finish, motherfucker. I uh, I did. There's one other actually that I that I uh, missed out on that was shocking to me. Uh, the Steiners really fell. Oh and yeah, I, they really did. I ended up with the Steiners, but original plan. I wanted the Young Pistols. I Man. wanted Smothers and Armstrong. Yeah. To go up to go up against Hase and Sasaki. I thought that would be killer. That would have been really um, good. But and, I mean, the Steiners that you can you can see Hase and Sasaki versus the Steiners in Japan, and they're insane matches. Um, but yeah, that my originally was going Young Pistols, and the Steiners dropped below them because you picked Southern Boys. Well, just don't forget the night that the Freebirds reunited in West Point. It's true. <laughs> uh, I sure won't. Um, no. There is a match on a Clash of the Champions, and it's the Steiners. It's either Hase and Chono or yeah. Hase and Sasuke. I, I don't. Yeah, Sasaki, I don't know Sasaki. I don't know that Hase and and Kensuke Sasaki had, had teamed in WCW in '92. Uh, they very well might have. I just, I didn't, I didn't know off the top of my head, nor had I seen it. Um, but there was, they had that New Japan working agreement, so those guys were always around. Right. Yeah. So. But I remember the clash match where Hase, or no, you know, it was Chono, because Chono kicked mm-hmm. Rick Steiner in the head so hard that he broke his head here. Oh, fuck. I yeah. totally forgot about that. That is an amazing match. Yeah. Man, we were well, just talking about some... our top five matches. I gotta go back and watch some of that fucking WCW shit. Yeah, I was watching Great American Bash '92, where when Hase has to drop out and they put uh, Shinya Hashimoto in his place in the tag match. I think that was Bash '92. Was that Bash '92? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I think the only thing I remember from Bash '92 is uh, Sting vs. Vader. Let me see. Yeah, it's oh Hase. It was Hase and somebody else had to drop. Uh, Somebody had to drop out, and I don't remember who it was, but it was Hase and Hashimoto versus the Freebirds. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because they were doing the NWA uh, World Tag Team Tournament, and that was a quarterfinal match. Uh, that That's a match? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Michael Hayes, like, sort of semi-retired, talking about getting stepping back in the ring, and he has to face Hiroshi Hase and Shinya Hashimoto. <laughs> it's an interesting one. Oh my god! Well, guys, this has been a fantastic draft. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I hope I, I hope I crush both of you. <laughs> I hope I get more than one vote this time. I've gotten as many votes as there's been episodes. I've only had two votes total. This is as long as I beat three. Matt. If 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 I don't beat Matt, I'm I'm never going to show my face again. You know what we should do at some point? By the way, I, I just realized this, Matt. You know what would be fun? If like uh, a, a little while from now, 
we redo this entire show. If we, if we do, and like, like almost like it's a rerun. So it's us three again doing WCW 92 again to see if fucking any of these matches could fucking happen that we could get to happen. <laughs> um, well, we should also at some point do like, I don't know how we would do this, but like a tournament of the winners. So like oh. we'd have we'd have Joe back, we'd have George Gatton back, oh, um, or like a tournament of guests. Oh, like oh, like so we don't even do it, and we just do Gatton versus Posto. Yeah, <clears throat> oh, that's a good idea. You know, um, you're gonna have to build up the episodes first, boys. You're gonna have to get a lot of winners in here. We hey, got we got to get eight, and we have plenty of guests coming up two weeks from today. Um, the founder of CKCC Radio, Chris O'Mealy, is joining us. It will be doing 2005 WWE. Oh, I can't Ooh. wait. I thought okay. it was, uh, I thought we were doing that last week, so I did my card already. I can't wait. Um, also, two weeks after O'Mealy, we'll have the stepdads. Wonderful. Can't and wait. Then, for that. And then two weeks after that, we are doing a special episode. With our wives. Our wives. Oh God, I feel uh, so terrible for those nice ladies. They're, they're it's it's an open. We're, we're doing like an open card, so they just pick whoever they know. Okay, which is way easier for Matt's wife, and I'm pretty sure my wife's just gonna pick WWF. Uh, yeah, Attitude gonna, Erica. Right. They're gonna. It's just gonna be like The Rock versus Steve Austin and Triple H versus Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker because there's all they know. Well, Ashley's already told me that her card's going to be eight matches of Finn Balor against Randy Orton. (laughs) (laughs) And Bo Nakoda in a three-way. And Bo Nakoda. But that's all coming up here on CKCC Radio. Dude, um, plug some stuff. Oh, God. If you've ever listened to my show, you know how historically terrible I am at this, and I do not have anything in front of me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've, we've done this. I've done. We're like at 60, 70 episodes in on the Wednesday Night War, and I uh, still don't know any of our handles. Uh, it, at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter, uh, uh, maybe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can look really quick. Hey, it is. It's at Wednesday War Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show Wednesday Night War dot com and at PW Ponderings. Uh, we've been picked up by them and have a few shows up on there. You can email the show Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail if you want to uh, email us and tell us we're doing a terrible job. Tell us we're doing a great job. Uh, what you like, what you don't like. We we love to interact. Uh, we're pretty active on Twitter. Uh, we will blow up your feed Wednesday nights because uh, we watch. Uh, my co-host and I, I watch AEW live and he watches NXT live and we both hit Twitter. So you just get a, a, just a meltdown of, of t- live tweets about nonsense and redacteds and Finn Balor's and, uh, <laughs> Luchasauruses and all that kind of stuff. And the uh, Young Bucks. What are the Young Bucks? What are the Young Bucks? Yeah. What are they always? What is their demeanor? Oh, well, they, they haven't been mad in a really long time. <laughs> um, but they, they they did spend a good period being very mad. Uh, those, guys, those guys are something else. But uh, so we talk about all that stuff and other things. Uh, 
So hit us up on those places. We love to hear from you. We love the interactions and uh, love to know we're doing a doing a good show and entertaining people for an hour and a half a week. Uh, and then we'd cover the the pay-per-views and the takeovers and all that stuff as well, uh, pretty much right after they happen. Uh, but the new shows drop weekly, uh, like really late Thursday, more like 1 a.m. Friday morning. Uh, and then they're up on PW Ponderings on Fridays. Uh, so you can check all that out and you can hit me up personally on the Dooge, uh, at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E, my little tribute to Jeff Jarrett right there. Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> talk to me about all kinds of things, uh, that are out there in the world. Uh, like how I was confronted by a FedEx delivery driver today over a complaint I filed. That's so. such bullshit, by the way. I saw that. I was like, oh, oh man, it's crazy. Man. It's wild. It's wild and it's going to be a saga, but. <laughs> you could suggest what books DJ should read in the next year. Yes, I, I'm reading. I, I started one today, a uh, vampire novel. I read I read uh, lots of comic books, and I read books without pictures as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, do, uh, in, I like that the last my... one of the year was Animal Farm. Well yes. done. Well uh, done. It, that, that's a reread. That was a, you know, people people chose that over the novelization of Karate Kid Part 2. Uh, whether, they're, <laughs> whether they were right or wrong, I, I'm not free to say, but uh, it is a very good book, and I hadn't read it since high school, so it was a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I like reading stuff, so I'll always post all that kind of stuff, too. All right. Um, also, um, we'll hit some of the networks that we are either on or we're friends with. This show will be, um, per what Joe had said, will appear on the soon to be named network because oh, Dooge uh, is on. I was going to say, was I supposed to plug them? Oops. No, um. it's, it, it's cool. Um, we'll start with the network that we're on, uh, yes. CKCC Radio. Um, we are on Podbean. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are wherever you get your podcasts. Um, there are a lot of shows on CKCC Radio, which I'm yeah. going to bring up the website right now. Um, we do have... Uh, while Matt brings up the website, by the way, while you bring that up, I'd like to say that you can use our promo code DRAFT at IWTV for five free days. That's right. Yeah. I, it, you didn't do it earlier. I was like, oh, we got to make sure we throw a promo code in. <laughs> yeah, because... It didn't feel right when we were talking about Brody and saying that I had watched it on IWTV. Like, oh, I watched these matches on IWTV. By the way, <laughs> it didn't I feel I actually right. thought you were going to segue, and there was a part of me that was like, oh, man, you're a professional. <laughs> nah, it didn't feel right. Um, so this is not the only show I do on CKCC. Uh, there was also By the Numbers, where I interview guys whose matches I have wrecked in the past. I, As Juj mentioned, mentioned earlier, I have a book. We've written down every match I have refed. Uh, this past Monday, a week ago today, the first part of the Diamond City War Machines episode went up. The second part will go up a week from today. Um, also, we have the Nerd Table, where they just talk about nerd stuff. The Motivational Moves podcast. The Ranking Tracks podcast. The Race Nerd podcast. Uh, the Bored to Death binge cast. And, of course, the Stupid Sexy podcast where the um, Dan Peck and Chris O'Mealy are reviewing every Simpsons episode from start to finish. They just did Principal Charming. Uh, that's the last one they just did. And uh, one of my favorites. One of my, my favorite seasons is like season two and season three of Simpsons. So. Um, I'll be appearing on there during season six. Um, so it'll either be Itchy and Scratchy Land or Round Springfield, which are two of my all-time favorites. 
Yo, I could talk around Springfield for fucking hours. I love that episode, man. I fucking love it. I'm like a real life love. Uh, there are other shows on the soon to be named network, such as At Odds with Wrestling, Long Box Heroes, and Dude could probably tell. Oh, um, Final Wrestling Place. Final Wrestling Place, Profane Argument, Porch Talk, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves, uh, Puzzle Warriors 3. I think that's it, right? I don't know. I'm, again, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. I literally have it written down in front of me every time I do our show, and, and I, I'm just terrible at it. Uh, also, uh, Irish Kevin Rick with the Hooligans of Hops. Yes, please support them. Um, they, they do all sorts of beer drinking and then beer discussing. And then Not they also do a podcast. in that order. <laughs> well, wait, I'm sorry, what do they do, Dooch? I said then they also do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, and then the Not Another Sports podcast with Jason and David, which I am actually going to be on this week. Um, it's actually going to air the same day as this episode of the A show. And yeah, we're going to yeah. talk, um, NHL season starting next week. And also I've been tasked to name my, the three wrestlers that I find to be best at transition from athlete to wrestler. Wow. So, <clears throat> so I have my three picked. One of them may have been my number one draft pick tonight. Tune in, <laughs> uh, tune in and find out. And uh, they are not network affiliated. You can catch them wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, definitely check out IWTV. Um, if you want to go back and watch shows where I am terrible in 2005, they are on there. Um, there are other shows as well, like the entirety of, I believe, 2017 GSW is on there. Um, as far as you can see, Decker and I uh, on the, on the network. Um, also, lots of Jersey All Pro got dropped recently. They have all those ICW No Holds Barred shows. They have No Peace Underground. They have a lot of stuff on there. Uh, a lot of classic stuff, a lot of current stuff. Uh, kept leapfrogs on there. All good stuff all around. Yep. That's, that's about right. I that think, about right. <laughs> I think I've, uh, run out of plugs. Uh, I, I suppose the last thing you do is, uh, just, uh, where to find us on the interwebs. Uh, the A show on CKCC on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Chris Decker IRL on Twitter. You can find me. Um, and I only personally have Instagram left, and I have it on private. So if you find me and I don't know you, I'm probably not going to accept your request. There we but go. On Twitter, that makes Matt the smartest person on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like three months into the no Facebook thing. It's pretty awesome. And like five months into the no Twitter thing, which I guess goes out the window with the, with the A-Show Twitter. That's um, right. But that's okay. Um, at, um, at the HOCKCC is where our poll will be now. Yep. You can vote for who had the best card on the show. Was it the Harley Race Ming Apocalypse? That's right. <laughs> Was it um, a tribute to Ricky Steamboat in a place he's never been till that day? <laughs> he was born there, goddammit. <laughs> Or is it Sting against Jushin Liger with Randy Savage against Ron Simmons? And listen, I just want to add in there that uh, 
One, that is an original Scotty Flamingo poem. And two, uh, Harley Race was not fully retired in 1992. So as per my my show, you very well could imagine Harley Race versus Meng. Oh, yeah. Well, the, we almost got the president in my show, so fuck you. <laughs> and then you realize just how ridiculous even that, that sounded even on this show. You're like, George, George H.W. Bush giving fucking Ricky Steamboat the Medal of Freedom. I mean, Puppet the Psycho Dwarf was George Gatton's uh, <laughs> wild card. I should have made George H.W. Bush my wild card. <laughs> I was gonna, you know, actually, you couldn't have him. You didn't draft him. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. And again, congrats. Um, what character would we say George is? Is he McMurray? Oh God, uh, what what did we say he was? I, th- um, I think you did call McMurray. I mean, but George isn't a piece of shit. He's a garbage-picking no. fuckbag, but he's not a piece of shit like <laughs> McMurray. Because McMurray is a piece of shit. Except uh, he's defending the Canada Goose. Yes. That's the only time. That's what <laughs> did it for me, man. That that episode, I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> um, also, a, a plug that has nothing to do with us, if you haven't watched season nine of Letterkenny yet, um, you're going to want to scream at your TV after you do, but it was funny. And everyone on the last episode are letter Kenny people. I don't know if Dooge is into that. Uh, I I I only know what that show is because people have been talking about it a bunch. I've never seen it. I don't know what it's about. Uh, and you said season nine. Yeah. Oof. Well, they are that's only a... seven episode seasons. Yeah, that's I can do multiplication. That's still a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. I would like to thank uh, Dooge for being here tonight. Uh, 20 years ago, Dooge was sitting in a scary warehouse booing a shitty wrestler named The Rock Superstar. That's true. Um, and now you are on a podcast with him. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, and I, 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 I only booed you in my head, not out loud. Oh, that's even worse. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I was saving you the public hum- humiliation. Uh, if you listened to, uh, At Odds with Wrestling, uh, with the, they did the, the VCW indie show and I got called out for being a crowd comedian, uh, <laughs> on the internet. So, you know. The, there is much day, worse we need, in the we crowd. Need to do the, one day <laughs> we need to do the draft of 2000 VCW. Well, there's only like nine guys. <laughs> and Ted is like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's an indie show. He can do multiple stuff. Uh, Whoever goes first, I pick Chili Palmer. Fuck you in. (laughs) Um, That show is something else. We'll we'll do that either when we have Ibach on or Phil Stamper, maybe. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) Well, you had said that you wanted to do um, 2005 Chikara. With Ibach. I, I did write, I did mention 2005 Chikara at one point. Um, and when we have Matt Turner, we're going to do 2007 Ring of Honor. We just yes. gonna pick a time to do that. Some good stuff. Yeah. So with that said, um, go to the Twitter, vote for who you think had the best card. Me. I don't know if it'll be Ricky Steamboat at West Point. <laughs> hey, Matt, fuck you. It's going to be. <laughs> Listen. You, it's still not worse than the tag team of La Parca and El Porto Ricania. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, that was the skins 911. 
That's a great tag team. Allegedly. Uh, so until two weeks from now, um, Juge, again, thank you. No, thanks for having me, guys. I had a ton of fun, for real. Thank you. Awesome. That's it. Thanks for being a part of it. My name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we'll see you next time. So we're all dead.